Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to BetterHelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through BetterHelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Hey everyone, I'm your co-host Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Please feel free to email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Alrighty, welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to highlighting all all forms of success, all ages, all professions, all hobbies, um, I don't know, you name it. Hell yeah. Um, did you want to give a quick bio for yourself? Um, so I'm Alana. My handle on Instagram is LannyBFit. I'm a lifestyle, health, and fitness influencer, I guess you could call myself. I'm 21, 21 years old from Toronto, Canada. I'm currently studying marketing at the University um, Ryerson. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Amazing. What do you like to do for fun? Um, hang out with my friends, bake, cook, work out. I love doing Pilates, weightlifting, and taking a dance class whenever I can. Hell yeah. Pilates. It's become the quarantine thing. I also, it has. Um, cooking (laughs) so much fun. What prompted you to sort of be like uh, an influencer for the fitness kind of realm um well it started off more just like showing more like healthy meals um things I was cooking in my kitchen at school and I grew up dancing competitively and so I wanted to try find a way to stay active while at university and so I kind of fell in love with the world of fitness and I just started sharing my journey all the different workout classes I was going to different programs I was doing and it kind of just took a road of its own and a pathway and that's kind of where I am now and I can't imagine my life without being this person on Instagram and I think it's really made like me who I am have you had any like role models or people that you look up to for inspiration um I would have to say Ariel Laurie I think that's how you pronounce her last name she used to be the blonde files on Instagram um, I really like her. She was doing BBG at the time when I started. I also really like Whitney Simmons. She's such a ball of sunshine. I love her. Um, who else? And like the more like YouTube space, I would definitely say like 
Margot Lee, Kenzie Elizabeth, Lauren Elizabeth, um, Brooke Michio, I really relate to and look up to. Those are like my go-tos and probably like Claudia Suzuki. I think that's how you say her name. Oh, she's goals. Absolute goals. I've been (laughs) following her since she was in her blue room in Chicago, like since I was a grade six. So I've grown up with her. Diehard <laughs> fan. We love to see it. Um, understanding like what all of your role models do for a living, what you want to do for a living and how your future looks or whatever you aspire to be. What do you think success means to you? I think just being proud of your accomplishments, whether it be a personal accomplishment with your mental health, physical health, or it be a career accomplishment, such as getting like a promotion at work or getting the job that you always wanted or whether it be an academic accomplishment. So for me this year was getting on the Dean's list at school. It was like a really big accomplishment because in high school I got honor roll, which means you have an 80% average or higher. And like, that was always a no brainer for me. But when I went to school, like I wasn't able to accomplish that for like the first two years and to finally like get something now it's called Dean's list in university, but to be able to get that again like it was like such like a moment of like pure happiness and like being super proud that is the most wholesome thing I've heard in so long I am literally terrible at school I'm like I read something and I'm like that is so weird I don't understand can't add either but I'm good at making people laugh so that's that's a good thing um and it's so nice to see people who decide to take a different route with the things that they're proud of themselves for and decide to be on the dean's list. I don't know many people who obviously like try their hardest for that. So it's nice to see somebody uh, do that and spice up the hobbies and wishes. So thank you for bringing that to our attention. Thanks. And I think, yeah, like a lot of the time, like I think that's super common too, because it's such a big transition with like changing from high school to university, like the format of everything that a lot of people actually do feel um, that kind of like drop in some of their grades during the first couple of years, because you're still kind of getting used to like that academic and university environment. Um, As well as like, yeah, I guess the type of studying you do and everything can change just because you're not like babied as much really as like we were in high school. Um, do you have, I mean, I guess maybe any like tips for someone like looking to kind of do better in like a university setting uh, who kind of experienced the same thing as you? Um, definitely don't be scared to explore different study habits, to explore spending even less time like studying. Like I used to spend hours upon hours studying for tests and it would stress me out. Now I probably, I spend about two hours maximum per subject a day when I'm preparing um, for an exam. I've learned that it's really important to have a balance between your studies, your life, um, also self-time, socialization time. Because if you're just putting all your energy into studying, you're going to burn yourself out and you're also going to overstudy. So just being open to different methods of studying. I used to memorize everything, but in university, I realized that I have to really like understand it and be able to apply it in order to do well. 
um, that really helped. And also not being scared to ask for accommodations. I never had accommodations in high school. And I'm someone who is a perfectionist. I have OCD. I'm an A-type personality. Like, I don't want help from anyone. But I realized that when I got to university, because of the new environment, I had performance anxiety when it came to testing. And so I went and I got help. Now I get extra time, even though I, like, never use it. I get to write in a smaller classroom. Um, I can write in a cubicle if I want. I can write with earplugs in if I want complete silence. So just knowing what you need to be able to excel and it will come with time. It's not going to be like wake, you wake up one morning and you know exactly how you need to study. It's definitely a learning curve and you need to learn to accept that. I think that's so true. And like all the tips you gave were like really like informative in that way. And I think some people like really need that. And it's not always like firsthand that you can like find those tips. And I think also yeah, even, like approaching sure. your professors, like, I don't know if you've tried that really, but like, um, I know a lot of the time it can be scary for some people, especially in like your first year when you have like those huge oh, yeah. classes. <laughs> um, I really realized that and I wish I would have done it earlier. I started in about like second year and then like got Dang. a lot more comfortable in third year approaching them. But they're definitely there for like to help you and give you tips and criticism on your paper <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's definitely good criticism sometimes that's needed constructive criticism how do you balance yeah. I guess being an influencer as well like um especially like and having time to like schedule a workout in and like even recording I can imagine like that can take up a lot of time how do you balance that with I guess trying to get like manage your school stuff as well so since I grew up dancing competitively, I was dancing maybe like 13 hours a week outside of school. Um, I really had to learn how to prioritize my time and when to fit doing homework in around my school schedule, around my dance schedule. So I think that really helped me grow up to be pretty good at time management. My best friend is my planner. I have a million one planners. I have my passion planner, which is like my physical planner. Um, and then I have my Google Calendar, which is connected to my phone, which is connected to my iPad Pro, which is connected to my Apple Watch. I schedule everything and anything in there. Um, I won't really write my workouts on my Google Calendar, but I'll write it out in my passion planner. Um, definitely thinking ahead and thinking of your future self, knowing how much time you actually need to complete the task at hand versus like underestimating because then that's going to leave you feeling stressed for time. Um, also like thinking ahead of your deadline. So instead of leaving, say we're talking about school, say you have like four assignments and they're all due like in one week, don't leave them all until like the week before the week of that they're due. Start working on them as soon as you're able to, or as soon as you get assigned them so that you don't have to worry about it or you can do it in little parts over time. But I think really like having a visual of what your week looks like and what your month looks like can really help. I find at the beginning of the semester for school, putting in all the due dates really helps me stay organized throughout the semester because then I know sort of the timeline of what my the next few months are going to look like. But yeah, those are basically my tips. And also being an early riser really helps because mm-hmm. you can get more done in the day. <laughs> yeah, early rising queen. I love waking up early. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, but... I decided that I'm going to write down all the due dates for this semester so I don't be crazy and unproductive and unprepared. And I think that's a good one to kind of do. And, then that, and like, it's nice to know that you are a person 
who's a you know a real person and not just like whatever your university you know actors you know what I mean like yeah. those people who are like in the videos like oh my god wearing the campus t-shirt make sure you yes. study um and it's no, sorry <laughs> that was, like, had to give the you know look or the vision for the audience um and that you're like the grass field exactly (laughs) (laughs) i don't know eating hummus who knows anyways it's nice to know that you're a real ass person who does these things and not just like a somebody who like thinks of doing these things i'm a person who thinks of doing these things and then doesn't do it it's nice to see people who actually act on (laughs) the things that are like good for us because it's really damn hard at a time hey guys so as you may know sierra and i use uh, anchor to record our podcast it's really the easiest way to make a podcast first of all it's free they also provide you with creation tools which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcasts and many more the best part is, is you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Um, What kind of, what do you want to do with your degree once you're done? Um, That's a really good question. No <laughs> pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure at all. Well, okay, so my dream job, my dream, dream job is um, to work in the head office at Lululemon. I'm putting it out there. I'm manifesting it. Um, I would like to work on their social media team or something in marketing for them or even Aloe. But right now I work for Lululemon in-store, so I feel like it would really be, like, heartbreaking to leave them and work for their competitors. So let's hope Lululemon hires me. That's (laughs) my dream. (laughs) That's my dream job. And then to continue doing like my brand stuff on the side. And then hopefully um, when I'm ready to leave and potentially work for myself, leave Lululemon and just go full force with my own brand, monetize that and pursue the entrepreneurship path. I think that is the best five-year plan I've ever heard. I love Maybe it. Maybe more like 10 years. 10 year plan, even better. <laughs> even better. Five plus five, eh, who cares? We need 10, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Realistic. Um, <laughs> I've heard that working at Lululemon is like the shit. People love it there. Oh my God, I love it. Like it's literally changed my life. I, it's therapy for me. When we had to close the stores because of the pandemic, like, I actually cried because it was like the only thing I was like thinking would help get me through it. But it still did help me get it me through it. But yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite part with working there? Definitely like the corporate culture. I haven't worked for a company where I felt like such a good work life balance. I've never connected with my colleagues so much. They really do care about your mental health and everyone is like involved and like setting goals and helping you get there, whether it be with Lululemon or not. Like we have constant um, goal setting workshops with both our managers in the store, as well as other people working in Lululemon. They give you so many different opportunities and experiences to be able to learn more about the business. Like during um, when quarantine was like really strict, 
uh, we had an online seminar where we got to learn about how the products are made all the way from like the design board to being sold on the floor, which was really cool because I'm also studying retail management. So it was interesting to see like that whole process. But just like my team at work, and I don't know if like all Lululemon teams are like this in their stores, but I'm sure they are. But I just like feel so at home and it doesn't feel like work when I'm there. I feel like that's such like a dream job in that way. <laughs> I feel like, you know, you're not actually like really at like quote unquote work when you're like, like working your shift or your position or whatever, your nine to five, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like the dream to not feel and like it's, it's retail. Yeah. Yeah. In, in addition to that. <laughs> like retail is the worst job ever. I've worked every single retail job possible. And I told myself I was never going back to it, but here I am. And here I'm, I'm probably not going to leave for a while. So <laughs> it's so nice to find a job though, that you can stay at. Um, a lot of these jobs have the culture of like having a fast turnaround turnover rate. Um, and then they don't even like give two cares about you. And it's nice (laughs) to know that there are companies that do, even if it's one of the biggest companies in the freaking world. Um, it's nice to know that they do care about the employees and working for somebody like that really does something good do you think you'll be able to take whatever you learn there to um help your brand and whatever you want to do with your future oh yeah for sure like even now like I also only wear like blue lemon clothes so I get questions from my community all the time about like what are the best like workout tights what are the best sports bras um different we also like involve ourselves in the community so what are good like workout classes in Toronto like different things also just people skills I'm someone who is shy firsthand as I've gotten older I've become more outgoing and more confident in approaching others but I really do think working at Lululemon has made me even more confident in approaching others and keeping a conversation going and finding ways to connect with others who I may not necessarily know and also selling and business skills that I'll be able to apply in any career that I go into, whether it be working for another company, working for Lululemon in their head office, or working for myself. And I feel like that, like, that was kind of the same thing for me. I found, like, I was more comfortable talking to, like, people I wasn't, like, I didn't really know, right? The moment I had a job where I had to, like, kind of put myself out there, and, like, I guess... I guess, like, get in touch with people first rather than them having them approach you. Like, you have to approach them first, kind of. Yeah. Like, when they come and ask you about something, you kind of have to deal with the situation in the moment and get comfortable with that. So, yeah, I definitely would agree that, like, having a job that kind of puts you and, like, has you on your toes in that way is really helpful in, like, taking you out of your comfort zone, but for the better, like, in the future. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's also taught me patience because I'm someone who doesn't have patience in dealing with people's complaints. And I can't just like act out or say, like, leave me alone. Like, I can't do that because like that's like our store's reputation. It's our brand's reputation. Like, I have to put that at the forefront. So it's definitely learning how to not let my emotions get into the conversation. And I'm still learning how to do that. But it's a great skill and a very needed one. <laughs> Do you think that that's maybe like helped on social media as well? Cause like, I know we all know that like, you know, you get like hate comments and whatnot. And, yeah. Like, 
you know, it's not like generally the common denominator in things. Um, but has that helped kind of with that aspect? If you have gotten any like criticism on anything? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, especially, um, I'm Jewish and when a lot of, like, it still is happening, but when there was an increase and a lot of anti-Semitism happening in North America and around the world, and I was posting about it and bringing it to the forefront of discussion, I've had people that were pro-Palestine and, like, couldn't see both sides of the picture. I personally can see both sides. Um, but I didn't want to start an uneducated conversation I didn't want to fight fire with fire so I actually applied a lot of the um, communication techniques that I've seen my managers use when dealing with unhappy customers mad customers Um, we like to say like I hear you I see you I feel what you're going through Um, that's like quite a few of the terminology um, that we're like taught to use and we're shown to use at work. So definitely applying that like really helped. And also knowing to like take a deep breath, let it settle, let your emotions go out the door and just talk about it on an even playing field. Because again, you don't want to fight fire with fire. There's no good that's going to come out of that. Yeah. And I can imagine it's hard in that way just because, you know, you kind of have to like be the bigger person in that way. And try yeah, to for sure. Take yourself out of the situation. Realize it's not necessarily like personal, even though it may seem like it. Um, especially when it's on the internet. Yeah, it's never fun to have to like yeah. read that or run into that. Yeah, no, it's not. But it's life, and it happens. And everyone has different views and like every sure. single aspect of life. And it's important to learn how to deal with it when you're young. One hundred percent. I'm learning patience every single day. <laughs> at the age of 19 <laughs> every single day um I want to say first off your Instagram very aesthetically pleasing everybody check Thank out her you. Instagram <laughs> best pictures of coffee and matcha you will ever see in your life journal prompts I love it what do you think has been like the most rewarding for you through all the things that you've been doing I guess, like, seeing other people posting my recipes, like, when they've made them, and especially now, like, with people reposting that, they're using my journal prompts that I've shared. I don't know, like, I feel like that's so cool, and it's really cool to even see people posting themselves watching my YouTube videos. Like, I would always post myself watching, like, Kenzie Elizabeth and Margot Lee on my stories, and now people are doing that for me, like, I don't know. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. That is pretty crazy. Uh, Kenzie Elizabeth, our queen, does the job. She is the best. We love her. Um, Are you part of her Facebook group? Yes, I am. (laughs) Awesome. Greatest place ever. The most welcoming um, group of people you'll ever meet. Um, What would you want our listeners to take away today from everything that you've experienced with your life and all of the opportunities that you have made for yourself? I think it's really about your perspective because if you say for say you have a really negative perspective, you're always feeling like you're the victim that everything bad is always happening to you. You're going to look for the downside in every single situation and opportunity that comes to you. But if you flip that perspective and you look for the light, you look for the positivity, and I'm not saying to ignore that there are days when you're going to feel down or you're going to be upset, but just to try to look at the cup 
being half full opposed to half empty, I will, I'm telling you that your whole perspective and the opportunities that start to come to you will totally change. And that the energy you put out is the energy you're going to attract. So if you have low vibrations, you're going to attract people with low vibrations that aren't going to help lift you up. So just be really aware of how you're seeing the world around you and the events that take place because it can really change your life. And once I realized that, I became so much happier. The people around me support me. I feel loved. I don't feel like I'm stretching two arms out to try to grab my friends. And I feel like that they're meeting me halfway. And I feel that way for so many people in my life. I needed to hear that. Thank you. That's a great message to end this off on. Thank you so You're much for taking the time to come record with us. It's really been a pleasure. Um, did you want to give a shout out to your socials so people can find you and connect with you? Yeah, sure. So my Instagram is Lanny B Fit. That's L-A-N-I, the letter B Fit on Instagram. And then my YouTube is Alana Ray. But if you search Lanny B Fit on YouTube, it will still come up. Um, and then I also have a personal Instagram. It's just Alana Bloomberg. That's A-L-L-A-N-A-B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. Betterhelp.com save. Got it. I'm Kelly O'Hara, two-time World Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, defender for the U.S. Women's National Team, and as of now, your new favorite podcast host. Join me on the Just Women's Sports Podcast as I sit down with some of the biggest names in sports to talk about the untold stories behind their success. Featuring Olympians, MVPs, world champions, and breakout stars, the Just Women's Sports Podcast tells the real story of what it's like to be a professional athlete today. Find Just Women's Sports wherever you get your podcasts. See you there.